You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I'm Rick, and I'm here today with Anna and Paul. The three of us are back. Uh, how are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm feeling pretty nostalgic about what we're going to talk about today, so... That's a good thing. Good, Paul. I'm good. You you had you had kind of like a Zoidberg sort of vibe about you during that intro. Did I? How are you guys doing today? I don't, yeah, what? sound like an old wow, an old I got, Jewish lobster. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to that back because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're talking about. I have no idea how the hell I would have come across that way. It's a pretty good impression. I think you just wanted your impression to be on the air. What, what did good. I actually? Oh, no, you not mean you. Paul. You mean Paul. Paul. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean Paul. <laughs> it was I good. You, I thought you were accusing me, but yeah, no, his his was good, a good Zoidberg. Yeah, that, good. that was a pretty top Zoidberg right there. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so <clears throat> we are so far gone already that I can't possibly do a smooth tr- segue. Um, so we're just going to go on to today's topic in which, uh, uh, you know, we talk so much about Sierra and LucasArts and then games that remind us in some way of Sierra and LucasArts that we just end up talking about that. So we're going to really try to break away from it this time. And we're going to really go with like the exact opposite um, and talk about a really popular series of classic games that I don't think we've really talked about very much at all on the show. Um, the Super Mario series on the NES. So that's one, two, and three. Or one, two, and three as we traditionally know them here in North America. What did I say? One, two, and three. I mean, because Compared- Mario Brothers 2 was actually in, only in Japan and it was like the what we call the, I think, the lost levels here. And then... Oh, I see what you yeah. mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yes, the North American one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. For for our age, and uh, I, we probably you probably distinctly recall exactly when the Nintendo came out. Um, <laughs> as as do I. I. You know, we're the same age. Mm-hmm. Paul is a little bit younger than we are. Um, so, uh, do you remember specifically, Paul, when the NES came out? Like, do you were you consciously like aware, a sentient being at that <laughs> point? Yes. Yeah, so my first memory was. I think maybe video games in general is is the Christmas that more so my older brother got uh, the NES. It was like a like I remember it being just a ridiculously huge deal that like our family had a Nintendo. That yeah, was kinda, that would be a, that, that absolutely yeah. would be at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that for that that emotion is is tied to the memory. Um, <laughs> it's just that weird feeling of um, you know. Yeah. Pride and shock, I guess. So, like, like so, people yeah, these I, days I mean, make I... a big deal about like, oh, the PS5. Mm-hmm. But like back then, it's like if you knew a kid on the block who had mm-hmm. a Nintendo, they were the most popular kid in class. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly didn't have one right away. I had to rent them from Crazy Mike's video. That's right. In a suitcase. Oh, Crazy Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew him. <laughs> that asshole. <laughs> he was so crazy. <laughs> Sorry, but but yeah, uh, Paul, you were saying. Oh right, yes. Yeah, so I was I I was. Uh, when did it come out? Eighty eight. I was born like the last week of of eighty three. So I think I was like five or six. Uh, it came out technically. I think like eighty five. Out here, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wow. Well, there's no way I remember it at two, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, it couldn't have been so the that first answers my question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Partially sentient at two, but not sentient to remember it mm-hmm. coming out specifically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I specifically remember because I I was already spent a couple years at that point playing like game and watches, mm-hmm. and and similar such, you know, like the little those big clunky video games where they're just like a static screen with like uh <laughs> s- static characters that just kind of illuminate as you move. They're like mm-hmm. permanent, uh, permanently drawn in that just light up depending on where you are. Do, do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Like the yeah, yeah. Like, it's not an, any animation. It's just sort of there's predetermined places and art um, that just kind of uh, lights up when you move there. Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I used to like those little things. They were fun. You could do, like, racing games. Mm-hmm. And the screen sort of, it appeared to be moving to my eyes. I thought it was awesome. It was yeah. more advanced than, like, what my neighbor had. They had the ones, the old Atari, the one with, like, the number pad. Mm-hmm. And there were, they had a system with like a wheel on it. They had a few and, and it was the professor <laughs> the wheel, and the professor's yeah. kids had like the coolest toys. So they had uh, all the different systems and they let me come over and play them before they moved out. Nice. Yeah. And the Atari could, another good point there. I, I did play a little bit of the Atari before, um, before the NES came out. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot, but I, I think I might've stabbed a duck in adventure. Um, <laughs> whatever that thing was that, <laughs> was supposed to be a dragon. It did not look like a dragon. Kind of uh, a weird brag in the middle of nowhere. But <laughs> <laughs> You were ready to be looking out for the ducks before the Nintendo came out, I guess. It, it was a big duck. <laughs> Freakish. Like You would stab it too if you saw a duck that size. <laughs> but yeah, I, and I distinctly remember the time when my brother came home from you know uh, being over at his friend's place to play. Mm-hmm. And telling me about like, oh, you got to, you know, um, my my friend has this uh, Nintendo, and he was all like, uh, oh, my my friend has this system called the Nintendo or whatever. He didn't say system. We didn't really use words like that back mm-hmm. then. He's like, oh, my friend has a Nintendo. And he's got this really cool game where it's like you're this little guy who like runs on the screen and um mm-hmm. and you jump on mushrooms and it like squishes them because oh, man, like it felt so good. Yeah, because <laughs> the thing is back then it's like um if you hit an enemy they would like disappear like there was no you know the the idea of a mushroom that you have to step on and it squishes was like you know it was like what like <laughs> duh, duh. <laughs> just because the thing got squished like it's hard to explain now how mm-hmm. groundbreaking it was to squish a mushroom Oh, yeah. And the feeling of, of growing and, and shooting and getting hit and getting flower power. And oh, yeah, yeah. it was Backgrounds? so good. The oh. game had a background, mm-hmm. which some <laughs> games in, you know back then had a background, but not like this. Hmm. It's funny, though, because describing Mario still sounds weird to this day. It's, 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 it's a tough sell in a way. It's, it's, it's hard to explain <laughs> Mario, you know, without sounding like you're on drugs you know what i mean with the squishing of the mushrooms and so forth i was reading uh like the little wikipedia entry about super mario 2 and realizing that i'd never actually read the storyline of the game that i've played like over and over and over and over Mm. and over again and i'm like damn this game sounds so weird (laughs) to explain it it makes no flipping sense at all 
No, no, it <laughs> exactly. doesn't. Not in the slightest. Not not even within the. I mean, it established a lot of Super Mario Brothers canon, but uh, it clearly had no connection to the original. Which, and um, uh, we're just going to assume everybody knows a lot of the history about the Super Mario Brothers series. Like, I'm pretty sure we don't have to. The second. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. I would say particularly the the second game. I yeah. think is probably probably the one with the asterisk mark. Yeah, everyone knows about that, so we're not going to delve too far into it, but just be aware that we are aware of, you know, Doki Doki Panic and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be confused with Doki Doki Literature Club, that's different. <laughs> Either way, Doki Doki <laughs> means like heart beating fast, so very appropriate Correct. for both of those names. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's right. Learned. Yeah, it's a, it's an uh, onomatopoeia for yeah. the sound of a heartbeat. Doki Doki Doki. doki, doki, doki. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you'd say like Doki Doki like that. <laughs> I guess Doki Doki Doki. It, it would, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. More than like Doki Doki Doki. Yours makes way more sense. <laughs> Sounds like the Jaws theme, but with with Doki 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 <laughs> Doki 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 Doki. Doki. Um, Super Mario Brothers Two though was like, um, that that's one that really got me. Like Super Mario Brothers One was like, that was groundbreaking. But Super Mario Brothers 2 was like the Empire Strikes Back of Mario <laughs> yeah. Brothers, right? It was just like that, oh my god, this oh, yeah. this is just above and beyond. Like, look at the mm. stuff that you can do now. I remember yes. um again, Brothers Friend uh had Mario Brothers 2. I didn't really get to play it very much. We didn't have a Nintendo, but my brother managed to borrow the manual from his friend and brought it home. So I just like <laughs> I think I've alluded to this in the past episode. Where I would just sit there reading the manual back and forth, because mm-hmm. that was my exposure to Super Mario Brothers two for a good long while before wow. I finally got to play it. That's a really wholesome backstory. Mm-hmm. You know, it really brings you back to the time. Were, were you expecting not wholesome? <laughs> All the perverse <laughs> yeah, ways yeah, yeah. that I interacted yeah. with the game. Sixty forty, yeah. <laughs> not gonna say which way. Just sixty forty. <laughs> After playing Mario 2 for a long time, I remember my favorite thing was to warp to World 4 and then go to where there's all the uh, the flying devils coming at you and the guys on the, the little flurry guys that are running really fast back and forth. And I'd go mm-hmm. in as princess and I had it all memorized for like ducking and flying. Like, oh, nice. it's the kind of game you get so boss at. Like, I, I wanted to find all the secrets and memorize everything about it. Uh, I have a question because I've never really gotten... Um, I, the most I've ever really done, I never actually finished Super Mario Brothers 1. Uh, I, I know that's shameful to admit, but I, I just, it just didn't keep me entertained that long. It was cool, but yeah. it didn't really uh, keep me to the end. And even the furthest I ever got was because of like the very famous warp points. Um, so you know Super Mario Brothers 1 inside and out. Um, was there an ice level in Mario Brothers 1? There were not any ice levels in uh, Super Mario Brothers 1. No, okay. So it was Super Mario Brothers 2 might be my earliest memory of an ice level. And as much as I love Super Mario Brothers 2, boy, do I hate ice levels. And it probably oh. stems from that. That's funny because, like I said, I was so boss on the ice level that one I could, I just, I slid and I jumped and I hovered in a ducking position and I had the positions of everything memorized. I hate them too. I freaking hate yeah. them, but I was so good at that ice level, man. And it still feels so good to do. <laughs> 
There, was it three that there was like too much ice in? I think Probably. it was the third one. There was too many. There was too many ice levels. Yeah, but it, they made up I mean, for it with other things, like yeah. Goomba shoes and Tanuki suits and stuff, and then, like, and then like white blocks that you could duck behind and fun yeah. stuff. Mario yeah. Brothers Three was uh, they they introduced a lot of really cool stuff that was incredibly annoying, <laughs> like auto scrolling levels for the uh, for mm-hmm. for the tank oh, levels. Yeah. And like the boat yeah. levels, and like, mm-hmm. oh, just uh, auto scrolling had the bitey sun, right? The sun that's attacks you, maybe. That's Mario two. Wait, is it really? Yeah, Which, no, wait. that's Mario three. It's yeah. three. Oh, yeah, it is three. three. Okay, yeah. Okay, you're right. And the sun kind of follows you, but the the level does the level continue to go on that one? I know that the whirlwind comes mm. on that one and and picks you up and spins you away. Right, uh, but but there was no sun. There was no hostile sun in two. Uh, I don't believe I'm so, kind no. of uh, I, I might be crossing a lot of these yeah. honestly I will say that Mario Brothers 2 introduced my favorite minion characters which are the shy guys mm-hmm. uh, I, I love yeah. those things I, I, I have my go to Halloween costume of the past mm-hmm. like five years has been a shy guy mm-hmm. nice yeah they're super cute that would be adorable I'd like I, I like that costume idea it was a pain to make because you can't just buy it. So I, I really no. wish I could just spend like a hundred bucks and buy a Shanghai costume that mm-hmm. looked good. Instead, I had to do this like uh, ratty thrift store with a homemade mask, which I'm actually pretty <laughs> proud of because I put a lot of time and money into that mask. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be pictures available for the listeners to see now, right? Yeah, eventually. <laughs> it will not be accompanying this episode. The mechanics in two were so much fun. I mean, picking them up, the you know, picking up the big turnips and freezing time. Yeah. It's just there were so many cool things about that. The little secrets were so fun. Mm-hmm. Picking up your enemies and throwing them at other enemies, and teaching yeah. everyone that turnips are to be feared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was something so satisfying with the, just the the feel of picking up, jumping on one of them's head and picking them up and tossing them. That was, I missed that in three for sure. I will say though, as much as I adored two. It's really hard to pick favorites, but I'd probably say two's my favorite for, for mm-hmm. reference. That as much as I loved it, by the time three came out or by the time I got it, whatever, it was um it was really welcome. Like I thought it was mm-hmm. awesome too. Like I think I was I had about all I could take of Mario Two as much as I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like it was almost nice to go back to it felt like a remaster of the first one at the time. Right. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it, it was like we're gonna go back to that style, but everything just looks better and and uh, and I love the bloody the leaf and the foxtail mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, ever since the wizard came out, I'm just like, oh fuck, I need to play that game like now. Oh god, yeah. Like, <laughs> like Fred leads me I, through. <laughs> I, I I did not particularly fall to the to the charms of the uh, of the wizard, um, <laughs> any more so than I was already inherently excited for Super Mario Brothers three. <laughs> Uh, but you know, being that age that we were and being the eighties, we were far less cynical about blatant advertisement, uh, masquerading as a plot. Yeah. I mean, right. come yeah. on, you've got his little brothers in like a mental, mental institution and it's all a hardcore plot. Turns out he's like a super genius and, and yeah, I mean, I knew what it was. I, I was okay with it though. I let it be okay with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my friend had a weird copy of Mario 3. Um, it was, 
I can't remember specifically if he was Japanese or Chinese. I'm going to assume he was Japanese, but you know, my, my friend was Chinese. And he had huh? a copy of Mario Free, which had like some weird feature where you could like um, just choose which items you wanted to have. Like it, it was, I, yeah, it was like a built-in like oh, uh, like a, I don't like know if it was like a sort of kind thing? of like a debug, where just if you're on the overworld map, you go into the menu where you have like your uh, items that you could use, your bonus items, and you could just choose whatever you wanted to use, and it was like some the memory weird, of this. Yeah, but I don't know what that hmm. version was. Like, was it a debug? Like, was it some sort of like advanced release copy that? Uh, he somehow got a hold of through his parents or, like or game genie or game something? genie no 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 yeah. it wasn't even it wasn't mm. it was like it was a part of the cartridge it was like a part of the game why do i remember that being able to do that mm. Mm. was there like a re-release i mean there's such a small window no this was before it even came out no in north america Mm-hmm. Uh, this was like before oh. like i didn't we didn't believe him when he said he had super mario brothers 3 we're like no that didn't that doesn't exist yet he's like no come over i'll show you and it was like whoa this is super mario brothers 3 and he's like yeah and look check it out you can use all there these different items oh it says using to get into debug mode you have to use the well in this version anyways it's game genie that's probably where i knew it one was yeah. from but in this case i'm telling you it was not a game genie mm-hmm. yeah that's probably the only reason i know about it Right. Okay. Uh, and, and again, like I said, this was even before it made it to North America. There it is. Yeah, on the map screen. I used to do this all the time, pressing up and down, select your starting world, and then A gives you five more lives. On the map screen, one of each item is available in your item slots for the first two rows, and the second two rows are filled with P-wings, kind of like when you beat the game. Because mm-hmm. when you beat the game, you get all that. Yeah, now that sounds very similar. So is that the Game Genie code? Yeah, that's the Game Genie debug okay, see- mode. It's like it was like that, but I swear. And okay, maybe maybe I am wrong. So if somebody can verify this with me, but I swear, as far as my memory can properly serve, and I admit I have a poor memory, I really don't think it was a game genie. I think it was mm-hmm. just sort of like built into the game at that. Well, point. it is built into the cartridge, and the game genie just makes it accessible. Yeah. So even without the game genie, it is there. Yeah, but I'm pretty so, sure. But what I'm saying is, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. this version of it did not need the game genie to access it. Exactly. Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, yeah, I guess that would make sense then. Probably. So the if the game genie was just at a like I don't know if the if the game genie was accessing debug modes because they're already generally left on the cartridges, then he must have got one. Right? It's got to be the only explanation, especially if it was, mm-hmm. you know, if you had it before it was released here. Yeah, 3 was fun. 3 was fun. Like, I'd have rules because I play these games with people. Like, I've played all of them with all my kids, and then I play them a game with James. And the rule is generally no warping if you're in a two-player in number one, of course. Yeah, generally, unless I'm just fucking around, I don't bother warping anyways. I'm not a fan. I like to know that I can do it or do it if I'm trying to show somebody something specific. But when I play through, I just want to play through the game. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's like once you've beaten it, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to, like, go back and, and then cheat beat it, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. like you know, <laughs> my, my middle son's overtaken me on skill. He can do the lost levels. He's done it once 
also with uh, Mario once with Luigi and once with Luigi, but holding the fast button down for the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's really like they're into glitches, stuff like that. That's pretty awesome. That's some dedication. I'm too scattered to do something that like that. Nintendo's mm-hmm. like a part of the many, many things I do. <laughs> yeah, I can't. The, the speedrunning is definitely entertaining. It's. I'd like to be around like a speedrunner when they discovered a game for the first time that they end up playing for the next 12 years. You know what I mean? Like, what's that <laughs> yeah. moment? Like, I love this so much, I'm going to play it for a decade. <laughs> I'm <laughs> following I have this. an actual Guinness record. <laughs> the uh, speedrun group is uh, on the Discord is a group that I follow, and they speedrun Quest for Glory. Shout out to those guys. My gosh, it's a dedicated bunch of uh, people that know the series very well inside and out. Back to mm-hmm. uh, Mario. The coolest thing about number three is that shoe. You can go into the shoe. You can ride around oh, in the right. shoe. Yeah. And that is like the neatest thing ever. <laughs> and anything below you can't kill you. So you can walk across mm-hmm. all the little, uh, um, the, little, the little plants. Yep. My little bomb plants that open and close. And you can just like jump on top of the guys coming out of the pipes. And just like big deal. Although it's awkward to control, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And like my whole quest, I remember back in the day was trying to make it go as far as you could make it go before you lost it yeah <laughs> you know but then at the end of the level if you're in the boot you can't get a star to get all the extra lives you get stuck with the stupid mushroom right that's right so. yeah because you, you there's that little trick you have to always be like mm-hmm. in a full charge run and mm-hmm. then you'll, and then you'll always get the star yeah exactly <laughs> yeah they that they kind of mastered they, they nailed that mechanic because it's like mm-hmm. after 30 some years i still can't just get that right <laughs> you know, like you, you think by now I would get three stars every time or, you know what I mean? Stars every time. Uh, what's your guys's technique for winning extra lives with your coins in two? Oh, in two. Uh, <laughs> none. I don't have any. I, what, what I do now, like my, my technique now is very different from uh, my utter failure back then. <laughs> See, back then I just couldn't. I don't think I've ever gotten an extra life off that thing. Um, but nowadays, because there's emulators, I could just save scum it and just like, uh, you know, um, if, if, if I lose it, then I'll just restore, you know, save states. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cheeky. Yeah. Well done. I, yeah, I, I was I, taught I, how to do that by, yeah. um, other games I was playing at the time. It was learned behavior. <laughs> uh, I uh, I have no technique either. I'm I'm kind of a panic and flail. I flail my <laughs> arms like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Just yeah. Because by the same token, I don't think I ever got any extra lives off the um, um, off the uh, sliding puzzle in Mario Three either. Huh. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good at those. And my technique, which actually worked with the original Mario Two and didn't work with the Super Mario All Stars version of Mario Two, I found is if you get it to start right. And then you do it on an exact, like, always the same timing, right? So whether mm-hmm. it's slow, you just you have to hit it on the same timing, but you have to make sure your first hit is after that many seconds. So it's like one, two, hit, one, two, hit, one, two, hit. That worked really well. Or if you get, like, just a mushroom at the beginning, you just spam it really, really, really fast, as fast as you can, and it'll hook in, and it'll just force it to keep on giving you your extra lives for some reason. Mm. I had no idea. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating because focusing on the rhythm instead of the visual. In other yeah, words, but I'm that's the thing to, too. Because 
e- even now that I know that, if I were to go back and try it, um, I, I don't have that rhythm or internal timing mm. to be able to actually pull it off. I'm really good at getting to the first two out of three on that puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> like, really good. I can nail the first two all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's all about frustrating. timing. Yeah. I, I just hope I get the cherries. That's all I can do. Yeah. I guess this is why we generally don't talk about console games, because I think we're already kind of running dry. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about to, like a whole trilogy too i used to go to my friend's house and she had a nintendo before i had a nintendo and she almost never let me have a turn because what would happen was we'd play two player and she was really good and i wasn't very good and i'd keep dying and she'd keep living forever so she's yes. sitting there on like world four and i'm just like oh my god i suck but at least i got to learn because she had an older sister right so i got to learn all the secrets and all the little hidden things, because I spent so much time watching her and doing the thing we do with kids now. Here, have the extra controller that's not plugged in. You know, you sit there with your sweaty controller playing along with them. <laughs> like, I'm jump, you're run. <laughs> well, it's like Super Mario Galaxy. I, I don't know that you've played them. I don't think you have, Rick. But if you give your friend the controller, they can pick up all these, like, gems, kind of, that are lying around by pointing the Wii mote at it and picking them up, so to speak. So you're like... Here, friend, we can play two-player. I'm helping. I'm I, helping. <laughs> yeah, I played only enough um, Super Mario Galaxy to know about that feature, uh, although I totally forgot about it until you reminded me of it now, but I definitely <laughs> was um, I definitely was the um, two-player picker-upper of things. <laughs> I always gave it to my kids. Here you go. Thanks for helping. <laughs> well, well, actually, that's kind of like, where I have the most fun in a lot of these things. Cause like, you know, I just suck in a lot of these games. So, um, I, yeah, it, as you already kind of knew, which is what you were kind of alluding to is I have not really played very many Mario games past, um, Mario world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never played like even the first second of, um, Mario sunshine. Mm. And uh, I did play a little bit of galaxy. I played new super Mario. I didn't um, like that one as much. No, no. I, I it played it anyways because I bought it, but yeah. It's like, you died. Yeah. Here, have more lives. You died again. Here, have unlimited lives. You died again. Here, you can stay big. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it had some really cool ideas. It's just like you said, it was just way too like, oh, did you die? Here's like five more lives. It's exactly. like, oh, yeah. I'm like, why do I have 114 lives? I don't even understand how this happened. Although, yeah. okay, did you guys ever employ the cheat? Because I was deadly good at the cheat Who in needed Mario cheat? 1. The one we're in Mario 1. Oh, Mario 1. So you could step on the turtle a bunch of times on the steps in World 3, right up at the flag, and you could get, like, crown lives. I I have seen that done. I've never been able to pull it off. Oh, I, I was obsessed with doing that for all my friends. It's all in how fast you can button. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I've definitely seen the uh, the slowly degrading cl- crown of lives, but, uh, and then you die because you go too far. Oh yeah, th- that's right. Because like, if you get to a certain number, then you eventually die. Like yeah, it you kills just like you. in the middle of nowhere, you die and you have nothing, and mm-hmm. it doesn't even save the lives you got. Oh, it doesn't. It's just like oh, you suck now. Yeah. Oh, you died. okay. Um, hey, isn't there? Like I said, I I admit I never actually finished Mario One. Uh, but do I remember something about like there's like a different world once you finish or something like that? Like there's some. What am I thinking of? Well, yeah. For one, if you finish, you can go back to where you are, and then um, now I know in Super Mario World everything gets slightly harder too. But you can you can hit like B A start or something. 
Oh, and yeah, then, something and like then that? And it's like a different all version? Of, yeah, all of the normal guys are the shelled guys. Oh, uh, okay. Like, because they're, they're the harder guys to kill. So instead of uh, being like the guys you can just jump on once, it's those brown guys that are from the later levels that you jump on and it, it doesn't actually kill it like the same way. Okay. You see, I don't, I remember campfire stories about that, but I don't think I've ever seen it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I said, if you reset the Nintendo, you lose that. So you get your extra world, everything's super harder. You're playing through it, the freaking yeah. thing's killing you, but then you turn off your Nintendo and it's gone. Right. Yeah, because like in Super Mario World later on, which was my newest favorite after three, probably you could, after you were all done doing your Star World, everything was different. And then you had like weird creatures and stuff instead, mm -hmm. too. But I don't you want to keep get... it because you could save it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too far into World because uh, we're kind of focusing on the NES ones. But uh, mm -hmm. I do think of the series World was probably my favorite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to get far in, but it has the comparison where if you finish it, you know, it's different. Right. Was it was that what was the first Mario that saved your your you know, game state? Um I think three did that. Or did it? Mm, no. no, no, because no. you could just continue. Yeah. But uh, Mario World is when you could save. Yeah. Yeah? Super uh, Nintendo was the okay. first time. The Nintendo wasn't really known for its save states, although you could get passcodes. Like, okay, you know, Metroid came out at the same time as Mario 3, and I was super stoked for Mario 3. So I go down to Crazy Mike's, and I go to rent Super Mario 3, and I saw Metroid, and I'm like, holy shit, what's this? And I took it, and I rented it instead, and I got home, and I... Before I even played it, I changed my mind. I took Metroid back and I got Super Mario 3 anyway. Mm. And they, I had to fight with them to be able to do that. You're like, you took it home. This is your rental now. And I'm like, no, I want that one, but I don't have enough money. And I like had an argument with them and I won oh. and I got my Mario 3 nice. and I took it home. But awesome. props to <laughs> Metroid. It's uh, also a good game. The, the, the Legend of Zelda games, you were able to save your progress. Mm -hmm. So you were able to technically on the Nintendo... That's right. Um, See, wow. I didn't get much in until the, the Super mm -hmm. Nintendo one. Yeah. The Link um, to the Past. Yeah, that was my favorite, too. Yes, absolutely. So, but um, uh, again, not to get too far off topic, <laughs> but the Legend of Zelda games, you were able to save your progress. Mm -hmm. uh, but you had to like hold reset as you turned it off. Otherwise, you risk uh, accidentally erasing your data. Huh. Oh, I, I remember, remember stuff doing like that. that. <laughs> yeah. So did it write to the cartridge? I think so. I think there. I think it's like they have a battery on it that kind mm. of. I, I don't know how it works. Oh, yeah. I'm not. A, okay. I'm not a cartridge engineer, or whatever. <laughs> if the battery <laughs> right, right. dies, you lose <laughs> everything on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how far up your back I was. Apparently, there. My bad. <laughs> 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 but yeah, there was a lot of like in those days going to bed and leaving the Nintendo on and then going to sleep. Yeah. And then waking up and continuing my yes. game because I'm like, I'm not doing all that shit again. And I'm on like World 7. So mm -hmm. yeah. you pause the game to go to dinner, come back and pause. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Especially with like Mario 2. Because mm -hmm. that's the one that like, it's really long. It's really long game when you think mm -hmm. of it. And if you run out of lives, yeah. you, you're you're gone. You don't get to go back. I like the pause menu for two. It goes all bassy. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Give me a weird old memory of pausing it for overnight or whatever and put it always like habitually putting the controller button side down. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, because you wouldn't want something to accidentally unpause your game and screw you over while yeah, you're sleeping. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, again, I, I've not really followed the series, the Mario series, uh, mm-hmm. Past World, so I, I haven't even played Mario 64 to any real mm. degree. I'm not very good at that one. Um, I didn't get it. Yeah, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Mario 2 was like so ahead of its time that no future Mario game to date has done character selects. You know, Mario 2, you could choose between Mario, Luigi, Princess, uh, yeah. Toadstool, and mm-hmm. Toad. Um, to- Princess Toadstool, now known as Peach. But uh, mm-hmm. um, that was so ahead of its time that I don't think they've ever done it. I don't, I don't think they've actually caught up to that mechanic. Paper Mario is like the closest you could come, but it's RPG, so I don't think it really counts. Yeah, no, not, not right. quite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, I would really, really like a great to- game. Well, actually, I sh- I'm about to say I would really like to see this, but I- maybe it exists. Is there has there been an attempt to revisit the vibe, I guess, of of Mario Two since? Um, they they released uh, Mario Two for the Game Boy Advance, which is a little bit of a revamped version. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a direct translation of it, quite. But it's like um, uh, they kind of added a lot more into it. Just all stars, right. and where they recreated it, gave it some updated graphics, took out mm-hmm. some of the bugs. Hey, hey, here's the other bug I used to love. Back to Mario One because it had great stuff. Is there's one where if you were ducking when you hit the uh, the drawbridge release at the end of the level, and that happens at the exact same time that you get hit by uh, Bowser, then you get to flash, and then when you go into the next level, you're in opposite land, which oh. is what I call it, and then. You're, uh, you're actually small, but you're big. And then when and you're flickering, and then when you get hit by something, you get big instead of small. Like it's the opposite way around. Oh. Cool. And then you die if you're big. So you're small, you get hit, you get big. If you're big, you get hit, you die. If you have firepower and you're small, you get big as a sprite for just a quick flat flash of a second when you shoot the fireball. Then you get small again. Which one is this? Number one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I never I never heard of that before. Yeah, you can't do it either in the All-Stars, which I have to. You can only do it yeah. in the original. But that was my favorite little uh, other parlor trick in that one to show right. people. Yeah, and I, I don't know at all. It just kind of sprung to mind. Like, you know, I don't I don't feel like I've seen from, from the very outside, but still, you know, going to sites that tell you about gamer stuff almost every day. So it's not right. super outside. But, and, and I've just never really gotten the vibe that, that there's been like a... Yeah, like you said, um, to launch with a console or just to make a big deal out of like, you know, this brand new Mario and it's a little bit darker and kind of weird and it's actually made after Mario Brothers 2 and um but it, I don't know, it'd be kind of it'd be kind of cool. Cuz yeah, I really liked it. Earlier you had described it as um uh I don't remember. <laughs> Attack of the Jedi. I'm bad at Star Wars, mate. Return of the <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> Can, can you name the first three Star Wars movies? Like the original trilogy? Uh, no. Uh, no. Return of the... There's uh, okay. Return of the Jedi. If if I am going to have to publicly admit my shame of never beating Super Mario 1, at least I have you to not even know the original trilogy of Star Wars to take the attention away from me. So I'm, I'm really happy about this development. 
And I haven't beaten Super Mario Brothers one either. <laughs> Damn it! No, you guys, I thought we were coming in a little bit more prepared than this. Jeez, I've, I've watched it been beaten by my older brother oh, yeah. for sure, but the, oh, yeah. there's no way in hell I finished it. Uh, oh, yeah, funny. No. I've I seen it beat up a lot of time in. Yeah, I remember, guys. I dropped out of school super early, <laughs> so I had a lot more free time than y'all. But um, <laughs> have any of you guys finished Mario two? Yes. Yeah. That's what did you think of that ending? That's probably why they don't really do a direct sequel to that one. You can't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but uh, it was it was fun getting there, and the last of bad course. guy was actually quite fun. Actually, you know what? Every single uh, end enemy in that game was really creative. I I'm not <laughs> sure how much they may or may not have been revisited. I, I guess that's kind of part of what Paul's kind of asking. Um, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of enemies I thought really could have been cool to carry over into future series. Like Mauser, Mauser. like this Mauser show up later on. You said it um, better than I did. You said Mauser. I always say it Mauser. I say it wrong, oh. I think. <laughs> I, I don't know which one's correct. It, I've only ever seen it written. Uh, mm-hmm. Triclide. Um, just a Hydra, basically. Mm-hmm. Mario should fight more Hydras. Um. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think Birdo shows up a few times, doesn't he? She, he, she. Yeah, of course. Who's the one with the egg in its face? Birdo. That, that's mm-hmm. my favorite. I love that one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know it had a name. You wouldn't know its name from playing the game, right? No, but remember I read the manual for like a year? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and the well manual actually, manual. but actually to counter my point, the manual um, actually had it wrong and they called Birdo Ostro. Yeah, they called oh, him Ostro, and they called the Cloud I- Iggy and had it wrong in the other ones, too, because that's not his name either. Or no, the, the manual had it right, and I had it wrong. That's probably right. what it was. Uh, back to one job, yeah. Yeah, so they uh, they called Ostro, the ostrich, they called that one Birdo, which I didn't think was conspicuous or anything. But mm-hmm. uh, Birdo was called Ostro. I always wondered why he was called Ostro. And it took me, I was so young, it took me a long time for someone to explain to me, like, they're actually switched. I'm like... Oh, Ostro, like an ostrich. Because <laughs> it didn't occur to me that. I sort of, I just took it for its word. Why is it called Ostro? Because it's obviously called Ostro. It's written in the manual. Uh, you asked me a while ago uh, what I thought about the ending, and you're like, where can they really go from there? But I, yeah. I always thought the ending kind of made sense because the game didn't fully fit in the series. It didn't. It wasn't even <clears throat> meant to be in the series, so the fact that it didn't exist in the first place and was never yes. continued on kind of makes sense. To oh, me. yeah, no, that, that, that's exactly it. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, where do you go from there? As in, like, mm-hmm. you can't really carry that too mm-hmm, much right. further because mm-hmm. it was a dream, so what can you do yeah. with that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, Paul, by the way. Yeah, no, I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize they went full... Uh, you know, like full. So it wasn't. Was it like a fourth wall, or it was just just straight up? No, dream? it's mm-hmm. it's a straight up dream. Like you you finish the yeah. game, okay. the credits roll, and then uh, or um, yeah, you finish it. You beat the final boss. Um, I forget what his name is. Oh, he's the froggy King guy. Wart. Yeah. yeah, you know the names better than I do. I, I read the manual for a year. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, I, I wonder if Wart's ever come back. And then they, they do a thing where they tell you who did what. Like They're like, you used Luigi for X amount of yeah, levels, and right. you used Prince for this amount of levels. But, you but know, the end of... credits, the end credits is that, you know, you do like the whole, like, oh, there, there's a ceremony and you celebrate that you um, defeated Wart. And then 
that scene becomes a dream bubble over mm-hmm. in a, a picture of Mario snoring in bed. Yeah, like this tiny pixelated picture. They like, I remember they shrink it down. So you like, mm-hmm. you cannot mistake that for being what's happening. And then it's his, his dream bubble and it goes all like nighttime looking. Right, right. It's weird because I'm looking at the screenshots. I've definitely beaten the game because I've definitely played Wart numerous times. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't remember it, I guess. I mean, it has been well over 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Rick, for, for all of the knowledge that, that you have, there is a disproportionate amount of it in <laughs> Mario Brothers 2 <laughs> because of that manual. Yes. <laughs> Everything else has certainly happened. I mean, I probably finished Mario 3 the most mm-hmm. out of all of the Mario games. Like, I, I like World the best, but I think I finished Mario 3 the most because that was like my after-school activity for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't read the manual for a year for Mario 3. I did for Mario 2, <laughs> so I know Mario 2 a little bit better. I find uh, Mario 3 to be the one that I complete and have the hardest time completing now as a grown-up, actually, compared to number one and number two. I f- can go through them a lot more quickly. Mm. Yeah, I would agree that I, I find it really difficult because um, we've got the the mini, you know, Nintendos whatever set up up here, and and yeah, so we cycle through all the Mario's kind of exclusively, and three three was definitely the hardest for me because I, I mm-hmm. was, yeah, I don't, it was it was definitely the hardest for me. Yeah, yeah. James and I were playing them through again recently, and and we're currently stuck on world. The what is it? The giant world, I think, is the one we're stuck on. What is that? Six, seven? I don't remember, but it's not going very well. I'm just like, why do I keep dying too? I'm supposed to be the one that's better at this than you, because usually I'm <laughs> laughing at him, and I'm like, damn, you suck. And now he's like, hey, you're kind of sucking. I'm like, I'm not old. <laughs> 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 I, I think I actually might have might have finished that a couple of times, like just long play. Mm-hmm. But most of the times I just skip right to the end. <laughs> I think I knew exactly like, you know, there, there's a certain point where you have the opportunity to skip to the final world. But I think I played just a little bit longer to make sure I have enough like supplies to get me through it. Like, you know, have all the right items, have enough right. lives. And then I warp over and then just destroy <laughs> that level but i need that i need that p wing you know i gotta get through that um that tank level by just flying over it so much easier i know yeah. i love it when i'm disciplined enough because i don't warp right but i love it when i'm disciplined enough to save the p wing and i'm just like oh my god this feels so good mm-hmm. i don't think i recall knowing what to do with that for a shocking amount of time hm. oh before I like even bothered to, I think you know, like press a button. <laughs> so, uh, quick question for Ma- for Mario Two: uh, What was your favorite characters to play as? Depends Luigi on the level. Uh, I think well, b- back then and for most of I've ever played it, I would say Luigi. But I think really? lately I've been more of a Toad guy. Holy cow! I've never been able to play with Luigi. I just can't no? handle his. My inability, I'm a control freak, I think. My inability to effectively control Luigi made his high jumps not as helpful to me. <laughs> and so His high like, jumps were like the whole game to me. 
I, I would use princess specifically for certain levels, of course, because her length and her ability to hold. And generally, I would go between prin princess and toad and toad specifically on levels where there were a lot of coins, because in some levels, he was the only one that could pick up enough coins fast enough to try to get extra lives with as compared with princess, of course, sucked at picking up the coins yeah. in the uh, opposite world. So well, you, it was usually those two. You need toad for these for the desert levels. See, and I use princess for the desert levels. Really? <laughs> yes, totally. Toad, toad needs to dig real fast. I know, but she can glide real fast and, and get up over things and do things like... I was really good with the landing pad shit, too, and it's all in the timing. Right. I don't think I ever switched. I, was, I think I was always princess because mm -hmm. I was... Because my weakness was timing jumps. So mm -hmm. she gave me, like, that little... Oh. That extra, you know, second to deal with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I did really like that. I, I thought Mario was useless because he was just in the middle of everything and Luigi was useless because he was all like crazy, what the fuck. So just only Princess <laughs> and Toad. I was good with that. I get the sense that Luigi gave you some sort of anxiety when you played as him. I was always kind of... He's erratic, he's I, unpredictable. I've never been uh, wanting to be around men that... <laughs> make me feel uncomfortable and luigi and i just never quite got along and mario he's he's more charming and predictable he's he's the kind of guy i like um any final thoughts on mario's one through three uh, super mario's one through three not that arcade thing where you just mm -hmm. jump around at power blocks it's a game that I've always played. And if you have kids and you're wondering, like, when are they going to be able to handle the console? Uh, I generally say around the ages of four and five, depending on what he's into. Once they can make the connection that what they're doing is on the TV, they're pretty good to go. So great mm. family game. Go out and play it. Oh, wait, you already have. <laughs> <laughs> Paul? Oh, yeah. I was hoping I'd just get skipped over, to be honest. I think that's what I was doing there. It was like, just lay low. Okay. I'll go right into the... <laughs> Pretend they don't see me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, 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 you know, it's a game. And you, you've probably played it. So we're good here, you know? All right. More of you are probably more qualified to talk about it than us, as you could probably tell yeah, during the episode. Much. Yeah, I mean... In terms of facts and stuff like that, yeah, we, we're pretty much on the low end of things. But I mean, we're talking about the experience, right? We're talking about mm -hmm. what it was like, you know, when it came out. It's like trying to explain <laughs> to somebody what Citizen Kane was like when it came out, which I can't because I'm not nearly that old. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's there was before Super Mario and then after Super Mario. You just can't describe what it's like to somebody to experience Super Mario 1 for the first time. Yeah, exactly. Because... Uh... I think on the PC at the same time, I was probably playing games more like uh, Tapper. I think Leisure Suit Larry, Rosella. Mm -hmm. Totally different genre of games for most of them, though. Yeah. I, I guess next week we'll have to talk about something Sierra for Paul to be in on this one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... it's a, it's a My final thoughts are it's a good game, all three of them. It's, it's just not... It's no James Pond to Robocod. <laughs> Which is a superior game in, in every way. Okay, if you could... I mean, everyone knows Mario is awesome, but let's, uh, you know, now that Paul's put us on that track, what's the game that you would recommend people play 
um, in instead of Mario, but similar. Um, for instance, uh, the reason why I'm saying is because you know Anna was just talking about um uh, about Bonk that she discovered, mm-hmm. rediscovered. Mm-hmm. Bonk similar, is awesome. Though. But if we're talking consoles, I would say pick up uh, King's Quest V on the NES. (laughs) I mean, the most similar is Sonic, and it's not similar, and it's not Not, on the same console. Not similar, but I mean, just like, not not like exactly similar, but Mm -hmm. like, you know, hey, if you like Mario, perhaps you should try this. If you like Mario, try Sonic, or try... um, Try some of the first Wonder Boys because he's just walking. I mentioned earlier to you, Rick, before the episode about Wonder Boy and Monsterland, but that <laughs> one's kind of more like Zelda. But my God, did I ever love that game! Right. I, I I've always um, been a big Mega Man fan, so uh, that would be my pick. Mega Man oh, Two, so yeah. good. Mega Man Two, <laughs> Mega Man Three. Nice choice, Mega Man Three, Two. Yeah. Okay, so um, Paul's drowning here, so I think we should probably uh... bonk play play bonk. It's that's good. <laughs> play Bonk now because nobody did back then. Play Keith Courage. Oh, everyone played Bonk back then. Come on. Well, ain't no, nobody had the bloody, That was the thing to play. The... That was the only thing anyone had played on the Turbo Graphics. Yeah, but nobody had a Turbo Graphics. It was the always the game that was um, on display at the Radio Shack. Everyone oh, played okay. Bonk. Okay, yeah, all right, that's true. Yeah. Well, let me just add. The, let me add an asterisk. My, I just have to add "at home" to my sentence, and <laughs> now it makes sense. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, we made our best attempt to talk about something that wasn't an adventure game. Um, well, I we have it well. we have enough to call this an episode, <laughs> so uh, we we might or might not try this again sometime. Um, <laughs> but like Anna said, a lot of you probably know Mario better than we do. So if there's anything that you want to um, rant about us that we got wrong or incomplete, then uh, you know, write to us. We have an email at mail at classicgamersguild.com uh, we also have a Facebook group and a page if you want to uh, join the conversation or get some updates on uh, on the show we uh, you can uh, you can tweet us on Twitter at the CG Guild we will also post updates on Instagram at CGG Podcast and if you'd like to support the show uh, we are on Patreon too so come find us there give us a little uh, you know anything's great toss a coin our way uh we have a lot of uh by, by now we have uh, a fair number of really generous patrons who are donating to the show and uh keeping the lights on around here uh particularly the extra special thanks tier mark fillion and jay holmes thank you guys so much uh you really help us out a lot uh i'm really not even sure if we'd be doing this without without your contributions i haven't done that closer in a while so i can't remember if i got everything but uh did i did i miss anything here don't you murder. <laughs>